You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. This episode features Caitlin Glover, NCBA's Executive Director of Natural Resources and the Public Lands Council Executive Director, talking about America's Conservation Enhancement Act. We were so happy to see the House pass the America's Conservation Enhancement Act, or the ACE Act, yesterday afternoon. The bill had already been passed by the Senate, and so this is the next step on a long trip to the White House. We do anticipate that the president will sign the bill, which is good news for cattle and sheep producers nationwide, as the bill is, is contains a, a number of provisions, but three that are particularly important for livestock producers. Uh, in addition to the number uh, of conservation funding and program <clears throat> provisions, the bill contains uh, a grant program and provides some money for livestock producers who experience depredation events by federally protected species. Of course, our, the first thing that comes to mind are the large predators like wolves and bears uh, that, that are protected under the Endangered Species Act. But the bill also provides monies for depredation events by species protected under the Bald and Golden Eagle Act and the Migratory Bird Treaty Act as well. That provision is, is something that is typically a burden borne by the state. States typically provide and pay for those depredation payments and verify those depredation events. And so for the federal government to kick in the money, particularly when they're the ones who implement these federal protections, it's certainly good news. That provision pairs really well with, with another provision in the bill, which creates a specific permitting structure for depredation permits for ravens and for uh, black vultures. These are two species protected under the Migratory Bird Treaty Act that are particularly vexing for cattle and sheep producers during calving and lambing season. And a specific depredation permit is going to be helpful to them. While producers can already apply for a depredation permit under the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, often these uh, permitting processes are, are long and cumbersome, and the permit doesn't arrive until well after calving and lambing season is already over. The important part of this provision is that the bill allows the agency to consider historic depredation events, historic depredation in previous years when a producer applies for a permit. Ostensibly, this should make the permitting process much easier for producers as they're able to demonstrate historic depredation and apply for a permit earlier so they're able to protect their calves and lambs uh, through calving and lambing season through those first formative days. This is definitely good news for our producers, and we look forward to, to the provision being signed into law. The last provision I'll mention uh, is the establishment of a chronic wasting disease task force. Now, chronic wasting disease is not a disease that affects livestock. It affects cervids like deer and elk and moose. But for producers who have permits on federal land or who have uh, any wildlife crossing their land, this can be a particularly uh, challenging situation um, when we're talking about how best to control disease. The, the prion can exist in soil for a long time, and the vectors, how species are infected, how deer are infected, uh, is unknown. So the fact that this bill sets up a, a task force to investigate and, and develop a strategy to help states uh, is, is good news for, for producers nationwide. We look forward to the president signing the bill very soon, and we send a big thank you to members in both the House and Senate who got this bicameral, bipartisan piece of legislation across the finish line.
You have been listening to Beltway Beef. Until we meet again, eat beef. Follow us online at policy.ncba.org and on Twitter at Beltway Beef. Thank you for listening.